Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Raccoon City Radio. I'm Alex O'Neill. I will be your moderator this evening for a very, very special kind of finale of Raccoon City Radio. Joining me, as always, my co-host and fellow survivor, Andrew Taylor. Hey, how's it going? Hey, buddy. We did it. We survived. We, we beat it. Resident Evil 2. We talked about it. We laid some theories out there. We beat now it twice. We beat it twice. Some of us beat it like four times. Not yet. Did you? Did you do that? <laughs> Not okay, yet, I didn't no. do that either. Uh, we have a special episode uh, for you all this evening, or morning, or afternoon. You know, really, anytime that you listen to this. Um, we are joined by uh, two of two of my bestest friends. Uh, I would say two of the sweetest people in the world. Um. And uh, just honestly, just some of the best people to to talk about Resident Evil Two with. Jared Green is here. I beat it four times. Damn, dude! <laughs> Damn, Fucking son. real pro gamer here, and Logan Wilkinson is here. Fucking yeah, I am. I was sort of could curse. Let's get it fucking ready, boys. All right, you <laughs> scumbags. Let's go. Uh, I did not beat it four times because I'm not a monster. Um, we are gathered here today to talk about Resident Evil Two. Postmortem, uh, it's been a couple months since Resident Evil 2 came exactly. out. It's kind of crazy to think about it. Um, some DLC has come out oh, that, uh, as far as I know, Andrew and I have not played. Yeah, I'm um, too busy. Why I said this is like a kind of finale, and by too busy, you mean you've just been fucking playing Apex Legends. Yeah, right? and other stuff. Um, <laughs> what I mean by kind of finale is uh, I think there's some interest in wanting to go back and talk about those DLCs at some point, but... We'll see when that happens because we got PAX East. Happy. Yeah. Um, but also, like, the, the show's gotten a lot of great support, and I, I'm very appreciative, and I know, Andrew, you are as well. Yeah. Uh, I thought it would be fun to to bring on... Uh, Logan, you reviewed uh, Resident Evil 2 for irrationalpatch.com. Uh, and, and Jared, obviously, like you said, you played it four times. You really, really enjoyed your time with it, um, and I really value your perspective on it because I feel... Jared, have you played all the Resident Evils? <clears throat> um... Yes, actually, I have. Um, yeah, I was trying to think if you had finished six or not. I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, six is bad. Uh, yeah, six is <laughs> fucking bad, dude. I've played. I've even played like Survivor. Like, it, I've played the o- Operation Raccoon City once. I've played Operation Raccoon City once too. That's um, a bad video game. Yeah, yeah. Man, I want to play six. Which sucks because it could have been a good one. They get, the idea is there. It's just it's I wanna, fucking bad. I want to play six with somebody, Andrew. To that point, like I don't want to just play the game by myself. Oh no, fun. don't play it by yourself. Yeah, that's, that's like, I have played six with somebody, and it's still terrible, guys. Yeah, but more, oh, no, more, it's still bad. Yeah. But you, you're not going to enjoy yeah. the experience of playing it at all. Playing it by yourself. At least True. there's like a banter that can happen yeah. when you're playing it with someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. And you or can like, watch Peters get a thunder arm and then ask yourself lots of questions. <laughs> <laughs> or fight like the same boss from three perspectives <laughs> over yeah. and over and over Can't again. Oh, dude. Uh, and also get run over by a snow cruiser. Yes. Ah, man. Uh, if you've not watched it, uh, Rational Passions on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, there, Jacob Bryan and I made some attempts at Resident Evil 6, and boy, howdy, there's some outtakes in there. Um, so I wanted to talk to you guys first about your two impressions of the game. Obviously, we Andrew and I have had five episodes to kind of go through bit by bit by bit uh, from the demo uh, to each campaign and, and talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, um, what we loved. Uh, so, Logan, let's start with you. Uh, obviously, people can read your review. Yes. Uh, if they haven't already, I'd highly I recommend it. Yeah, yeah, um, 
how do you feel about Resident Evil 2 remake? I so I am somebody who I feel like it's somewhat important to say who I had never played the original Resident Evil 2 when it came out. So I had no prior kind of knowledge or understanding of the game's history or anything like that beforehand. Um, and I really loved Resident Evil 2, the remake. Um, I think it's great. I think it's really, really neat and special. I think the things that are kind of tweaked and different from what apparently was there in the original, I think, are improvements, especially with Mr. X and that character. Um, I think the game has issues. I think the game has flaws. I'm not as, I think, wholly, like, enthusiastic and over the moon about it as some people are. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the game is great. Um, I'm kind of the opposite of Jarrett, where I didn't play my first Resident Evil game until 2017 when Resident Evil 7 came out, um, which is I still enjoy more than 2, ultimately. Um, but 2 is very much still a great, great video game. Um, a great, like, classic. It fe- like 2 is a great classic kind of early 2000s horror story and it feels very early 2000s um and i kind of touched on that at times in my review right like resident Evil 7 is much more of a modern horror game and i think that's to its benefit in a lot of ways but i think that resident Evil 2 remake is probably the best you can possibly do that kind of era's horror game um and i really dig it for that and i dig it for the police station being a great location um, and like the weirdest thing for me, I guess, is that like having played seven first and then played the remake of two, seeing kind of the similarities and threads that are similar or kind of echoed in the two games and where they kind of diverge from each other and what they chose to kind of double down in one and not the other. Because um, these are still the only two Resident Evil games I've played. Um, I've not played one, three, four, or five, or six. Um, Man, I know I've not I played Resident Evil Four, which is the one I get the most flack for. I know I would love to just watch you play. Um, I just want to, just want you wa- take all that. In. I've been, I've been told very complicated things about Four, like especially from George, who had, like has said like I would either like really really like Four, or like I maybe wouldn't be down for Four's messiness. Um, yeah, story wise. So like I'm very curious. People <clears throat> love Four, and like I'm very curious how I would like. That's the one that like. I care about the most play, right? Like, I've seen full playthroughs of Resident Evil 1, like, the original one. Like, I'm like, I, I get this. I don't know if I really need to do it myself. Um, and then, like, 3, 4, 5, and 6, I I want to play 6 with somebody else. But, like, I'm very curious about them. Um, but it's just... RE2 is a very special game, and it still is my game of the year so far this year after the first three months. Um, mm-hmm. I think, ultimately, looking ahead, unless there's, like, some giant, crazy, like, surprise game kind of reveal that comes out this year like i think it'll safely be in my top five probably uh yeah maybe higher potentially um it is a very very neat video game as the kids say yeah i would i think uh i'm i'm kind of with george in that i i feel like I, art design wise aesthetic wise vibe wise you would love for but i don't know how you'd feel it 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 feels a little bit like an old game well, uh, at this point and it's and so. again from my understanding like especially <clears throat> Two and seven, which are the two only two I've played, um, and like one because I've based off what I've like seen. Obviously, I've one um, are all using this word very loosely, but in like the Resident Evil context, like are all somewhat grounded. Like they're all still at least like not crazy wild, like out of control shit. Um, and then like that's very least I know four gets very weird, and I've seen like images where I'm like that's a whole thing. 
And then like yeah, five gets weird. Five and six are very much more like action games and get kind of crazy and stuff like that too. And so like I like the fact that in particular two and seven are very much more just like housed like these central locations and you're just kind of here. Um, and it's never anything like wildly crazy. Um, seven have its have yeah. its moments, and I think those moments are usually its weakest parts of that game. Um, and, I, and so I think I'd be curious to see how do you feel about that kind of departure in the other RE games. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, you seem to very much love Resident Evil 2. Tell me, how do you feel about it? <clears throat> well, Resident Evil 2... Um, so I'm a person who's played the old ones. Um, I think I played... I think the only one I can remember not playing was... Code Veronica. No, I played Code Veronica. I played Code Veronica X and Dreamcast too. Fuck um, yes. I, I like Outbreak. Resident Evil Outbreak had a Japanese only expansion. I'm pretty sure I didn't play. Um, but it's weird because I never liked these games really. <laughs> like I liked them only conceptually, but these games were so impossible to play. Like, and I think yeah. maybe I didn't recognize how impossible until four. But, like, after 4, looking at these old games, I'm like, these are garbage. Like, and even if there was something to be mined out of them, like, this, these are one of those, it's one of those games where the veil of just learning how to control it isn't worth, like, whatever you would mine out of these old versions of these games. So seeing Capcom take great interest in going back and making them modern is really cool. I mean, they didn't really make it modern enough when they remade the first Resident Evil, which was really just a remaster, not a remake. Yeah. But Resident Evil 2 is a great example of why you should, like, think hard about remaking some of these old mm. things. Um, and I played Resident Evil 2 around the same time I played Onimusha um, remastered. And these games came out around the same time um, with the same philosophy. Onimusha yeah. was Resident Evil but in the Sengoku era in Japan, basically. Um, but the, the concept was still there, like these these sort of still-frame places that you're running around and solving puzzles and fighting zombies, whatever, a little bit more action-based, but seeing Capcom do basically nothing to Onimusha 1, besides up it a little bit inconsistently, even at that, um, really helped me sort of appreciate the remake of two more because I as a, as a person who always found great charm in Onimusha and I think every other game but the first one is better um, historically than the first one but seeing it completely untouched reminds me of why I like always sort of repelled myself away from like the pre-4 Resident Evils because like as cool as the concept is, you could just read the concept and mm. like keep it moving. You don't have to experience it. You don't have to go through the struggle of experiencing it. Um, but and the, the fact that two is not just a remake and making and making Resident Evil two Resident Evil four, but it rethinks the entire mm. idea of what makes these sort of games both compelling and games worth that can keep you motivated and playing, and then also tense in ways that gamers now who've experienced a a a smattering of horror games since then you know who have played the evil within all that kind of stuff and outlast and whatever since um can really appreciate so this idea of like a persistent enemy um where 
you'd never have enough. You never have too much time in one place before a person is who you can't stop is coming for you. Um, like a wall that's always closing in on you. Um, the idea of scarcity, um, even though there was, there's way more ammo in Resident Evil 2 remake than there ever was in the original Resident Evil 2, but yeah. dispatching of a zombie is way harder to do yes. in this game. Um, yeah. You can't just shoot him a couple times and he dies. Like They move pretty slowly, but they move so widely and predictably. The damage you do is completely inconsistent. So bullets are not the answer so much as a means to an end. Um, it changes the way you engage with action in mm-hmm. third person completely. And even if you're not afraid of zombies or are here to get scared, and even if the, if the scares don't actually scare you, the tension of the game design is so incredibly interesting yeah. Yeah. Um, that it reimagines and takes, like, it, it's clearly inspired by this old design that was based on the same tenants, but it just feels so much better now. And. It's one. It, oddly enough, Resident Evil Two becomes again a benchmark for these kind of games, mm-hmm. um, which, if you looked at Capcom two years ago, you think would be impossible yeah. because they were not in a position to be the benchmark <laughs> of anything. Yeah, yeah, now they're setting like they're setting records every uh, single day yeah. across the board, it's, right? Like, but it's weird it's for awesome. me too, where it's like, and I talked talked about it a little bit in the review, where it's like this. This is such a great, I think, standard to go forward in terms of like what a remake can be. Like it is like because to Jared's point, like it isn't just like a all right, cool. Like here's prettier graphics, and that's like they didn't really mess anything. It's like this is like in a lot of ways like a very different game. It's almost like just like inspired. Like it's it's them actually improving and fixing kind of things that are necessarily like wrong or that could be improved on to begin with in the first round. Like like whether it be the Mister X stuff, which I'm sure we'll go into and is incredible or whether it's like smaller kind of adjustments or things or what stuff where like again like i could talk all day about the bullet stuff and the zombies and like how it is such a i think awesome awesome feature about that right and it's it's one two where it's like what i love about resident evil 2 is that there are like there are a lot of games i feel like that like don't necessarily tell you a lot but still tell you a lot without kind of having to use, like, use words and things and like, have giant tutorial things. And, like, Resident Evil 2 doesn't have, like, really, like, you can find it, but, like, it doesn't have, like, a giant, like, stop, here's 50 minutes of tutorials and how to do this and how to do that and all this other stuff. It's, like, here are some things you can read. You don't have to. Um, and then you can just kind of figure it on your own. Like, it doesn't say anything about the fact that, like, bullets are going to take, like, half a magazine to stop a zombie um, and your aim has to be pretty great when you do that, and they're going to, like, wiggle back, and it's going to be a whole process, and it's, like, not worth it. Just, like, kill them, just, like, take them down, that's it. You have to just learn that yourself, and I love that, right? Like, it's so clever with what it does, I think, with the zombies as enemies and how it kind of cleverly evolves those interactions and introduces new kind of enemy types, and, like, a thing I really love that is, like, a classic like old game thing but also like a really cool new game feature too is the fact that like if you leave zombies they'll just they're always there like they if you don't touch them they'll just be there for the entire time um and like kind of realizing the ramifications of that because like, i didn't i didn't really think about that at first and then i'd go back through an area and be like oh fuck like i had, didn't take this guy out and i was like more of them because they're guys chasing after me too now right and like it also led to like fun things where like i, I just left a zombie in the library and the entire time in the police station and just gave him like a name and just like hung out just like just made like a goofy bit out of it and like just left one zombie library the entire time 
um, and like had like a fun joke bit about that. And like, I loved that feature and how like it could be both a jokey bit like that and also how it could like really come back to bite me in the ass. Where like I would like, because sometimes too like you would like shoot a zombie or whatever and like it would fall down but it wouldn't be dead. But you just kind of like all right, cool, like it's down. I'm gonna keep running kind of thing. And then later on, it's still just like crawling on the floor or whatever and like grabs your ankles. They're trying to run past and I was like a horde of zombies coming after you and like just those kind of small moments I think made the game like extra special and then tying it into like the giant like jump zombie guys like I'm sure the, that's the actual name of them obviously like the lurker guys or whatever um and then like lickers. thank you lickers lickers yeah and then like going down to the sewers which is my favorite part of the entire game and, like the water zombie things that are just absolutely terrifying to deal you with would like the sewers like here's, so here's, here's the thing like the sewer like I think the sewers is the best part of the game for the most part because of the fact that I think it's like the actual like most like it was the most I felt scared right whereas the police station, I think that section goes on too long, ultimately, where, like, I got too comfortable, ultimately, in the police station. Like, I think it drags just a little bit too long. Um, and I feel like the sewers never overstayed its welcome that much. And those, like, the water zombie things are just, they're just terrifying. Like, they're, like, objectively just, like, terrifying. The fact that, like, it's so just, like, unpredictable. And, like, when you have to kind of go down to that, like, that one area where there's, like, four or five of them all at once just try to like navigate that like without waking names up to get to the area you need to get to to like where the cages are at and then come back in it's like oh, they're just terrifying things and like the sewers is also where like i got hit the hardest by the weapon scarcity like where like i like literally had like one bullet in my like gun at a time and like had like just no ammo basically so like having to navigate that with being like all right cool if i do get caught i there's not a lot i can do basically i have like one bullet and like two knives that are already like kind of broken so it's like that added so much extra kind of like tension and fear into my play through that area. Right. And like, I think, I think that's like my favorite part of the game for sure. Cause I think it's where it got the scariest. And then I think the, like kind of the last section is still good, but also it's where it felt like a bit more kind of action. Like I was like, literally like strapped up and like ready to go. And it's like, <laughs> all right, cool. But like, I think the game just does really cool things with, the various zombies and like what what i like about the game too is the fact that like the standard regular run-of-the-mill zombies are always still a threat like even at the end of the game like there's still a thing to worry about there's still a thing you have to be concerned about because they do take so much damage and your bullets aren't just like super effective right and like you never can stop worrying about like the regular run-of-the-mill soldier and i love that because in most games by the end of the game you get to that point it's just like you're blowing past the regular zombies just totally like knocking out and crushing it's like here it's like no 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 like these are very much still like if you get cornered by like three or four of these guys you're in trouble and even like realistically like two of them and like you can be in a bad spot because you just it takes so much ammo and like shooting then attracts more of them and it becomes like a spiral like I loved that about this game and like honestly thinking about it now like what the regular zombies and like your interactions with them and like kind of the decisions you have to make in terms of do I fight them or do I like run away or try to find a way around them is of dying light which is like we're a game where it's like the regular zombies are always still an issue and a problem in that game because they are just so strong and because you never really have, like, guns in that game that you want to use because it attracts so much noise and attention. So, like, trying to map out where you're going to avoid them in that game very much mirrors, I think, the remake for RE2. And it's a feature that I loved in both games. And so yeah. yeah. One thing I said in an earlier episode was there's a point in the game and it could it might be in the sewers it's probably honestly it happens in the police station but 
the pistol, like your main pistol that you get like right off the bat, it just it's a tool at that point. Like there's no point in even kind of standing your ground. I I talked about like using strategies and things like that to just slow down the zombies not even like waste my bullets and you know spend time trying to blow their head off or anything like that it was more so like i'm gonna shoot his leg off because he's gonna be slower you know he's gonna have to crawl after me and just kind of have to remember where that particular zombie is gonna be at and that's and and that's something i love right and what's the best part of that too is how like that was a big feature in like re7 too like weapon scarcity and like zombies being like strong and like just yeah. had to like pick a fight or not pick a fight and then i still managed to like forget that fact and so like i like i was totally a guy who like just like stood gun blaze and just like find out these zombies and then it came to the point where it was like oh shit i have no ammo <laughs> like i'm just, uh, yeah. just trying to navigate this section and then like it really hit hard and like my favorite i think moment in the game was when i went down into like the basement where the dogs were and that's when i ran out of ammo and so i had like that's where i had like one bullet in my gun and I just kept running all over, like, back and forth across the basement. It was just dogs chasing after me with basically no way to kill them. And just being, like, and then popping it back upstairs in, like, the main building. Being, like, I need to find ammo. Not being able to find, like, anything, basically. Being, like, shit, I need to do the basement section. And, like, the, like I love the fact that, like, the game doesn't hold your hand. Like, it, like to Jared's point, like, yeah, like, it might have more. It might give you more ammo than the original Resident Evil 2. But, like... I stuck a bit in the ass by just being a jackass going guns ablaze in like a regular video game yeah. and then being like, oh, like now I'm in a situation where I have these awful dogs chasing after me and like it led to a fucking Abbott and Calso sketch where they're just like running back and forth like music playing as they just tried to do everything they need to do in the basement and then pop back up. Yeah, like it was totally, it was you totally realize that scene how in my mind. Sex. Some of the weapons are really yeah. like in a game design and le- until you watch speedrunners. Um, yeah. yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah. One of my best friends is a speedrunner and. To get times like a minute, ten seconds of the game, like the, the beating the game in that kind of time, you do very little shooting yeah, because it's not use, it's not worth your time if you know where you're going. Avoiding them is worth the time. Before, like in the old game, a zombies appeared in the same place every time, doing the same thing every time you played it, um, and you could kill them reliably every time. But when yeah. those two things are out of the question, then playing this game multiple times you're no longer playing a pattern you're playing like a system mm-hmm. which is which is how roguelikes work right like it's yeah. why roguelikes are working and how that how that has become successful people like playing systems um maybe just as much or more than playing just simple sort of layouts um what i like kind of going off of what you guys are saying uh what i like about this particular remake uh, is that it, it's at like an intersection of mm. video games uh, where, and it, it helps that Capcom is just having a stellar eighteen yeah. months. But um, it's if this it's it's at a, a point with video games where like there is a ramp up of tutorialization and then a ramp down of tutorialization. I think we're at like the very bottom of that trough. Um, although it's weird, you know, playing Sekiro right now. And it is the most tutorial a From Software game has ever had, which, in all defense, still not much. But um, it is, you know, that's it's just like a, a sign of all of these different things shifting. Uh, if Resident Evil Two Remake had come out three years ago, I don't think this it would be nearly as good, no, right? Angry. Like, um, not just because like Seven wouldn't have been out, 
um, and they wouldn't have been able to learn lessons from that. But like where Capcom is at, obviously, like I think there's a lot of young talent. Uh, is how I interpret kind of like their recent successes. Like a lot of new people are at Capcom with new ideas or like a real genuine love for these franchises and a desire to to make them better, to make them bigger and to make them modern. Um, on top of where video games are at and where tutorials are at and where difficulty is at. Like Resident Evil 2 is not, a, is not an easy game. No. Uh, and I don't think... If it if it had come out in 2014 or 2015, I think it would be an easy game, yeah. uh, and I think you would have to play it on hard mode to get like a true Resident Evil experience. And now you have like these kind of two separate real Resident Evil experiences: one that's a little bit more like Seven, and the other that is way more like the traditional Resident Evil one. Uh, it's cool seeing seeing this game come out in this moment because it, it's perfect. You know, it's perfect timing for what this game turned out to be. Andrew, now that you've had time to watch the dust settle and and time to let your feelings just kind of chill, let the let, let the tension die down, let the horror escape you. How how do you feel about Resident Evil 2? Cuz when we started this show, it was like, hey, this is the best game ever, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, oh wow, Jesus. Uh no, not not quite that. But like, hey, this is one of my favorite games I've ever played and, yeah. and it's easily your your favorite game for the year. We've had some time, we've had some yeah. distance. How do you feel about it? Well, so here's kind of a weird thing is I I feel like I'm an individual when it comes to playing video games that I didn't have the opportunity to grow up and have friends like you guys where I can get recommendations mm. and with mm. with things that I've never experienced before. Like, I don't know if I ever would be playing a Resident Evil game if, like, me and you, Alex, like, if we didn't play Resident Evil 5, you know, like, actually, like, going out and playing the game by myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and there's, like, there's a plethora of other games that I probably would have never touched unless, you know, being a part of this community. Um, so I, I still feel like kind of a fish out of wa- water. I guess you could might be able to say that. Just... Because there's so many games that I'm still finding out. Sometimes you guys will see me on Twitter where I'm like, oh, should I try this game? The game's been out for like five years. I've never, you know, I've heard about it, but I've just never played it. And people will be like, you've never played that? You know, it's... Uh, I'm, Devil May Cry. Yeah, yeah. like I, I have Devil May Cry 5. Never touched that game, or never touched the, the first four and the remake or whatever that's called. Um, but I bought Devil May Cry 5. Literally have no idea what's going on, but I'm having fun with it. <laughs> uh, and so, like, I probably would have never touched that game without, like, having a discussion with you guys about it on Twitter or something and other people. So, uh, yeah, for some reason, I just want to say that where I feel like I'm I, I have, like, these experiences with video games that wouldn't be happening unless I was pushed or influenced by people like you guys. Uh, but with... Yeah, the dust being settled, do I feel that it's still within one of my favorite games of all time? I know, like, I was so hyped about it when it first came out, and I think the reason was is because not only did the game look great, um, I, I love, I do love zombies, like, overall. Like, I know, you know, Walking Dead is not great. The comic book is great, but the show isn't great, and... There was like this. There was like that period of 
you know, like back in like 2010, 12 or whatever, where like zombies were just the biggest thing out there and pretty much every TV show and movie had to be like about a zombie. Uh, but now it's kind of died down a little bit. Um, I think that's what makes this game better too. Yeah, It's, so a, it's another kind of intersection it's found itself at. Yeah. Of like zombies aren't big anymore, but RE2 does zombies better than most things in exactly. the last 10 years. Yeah. It, it's the, it was kind of the, um, it was, it was the the draw for me was the fact that I could play a cool character like Leon, be stuck in a police station and have zombies like chase me. For some reason, that was the draw for me. And I know that doesn't. Some people might be like, huh, that's kind of weird. And and especially people who know me well who know that I don't really like horror games like at all whatsoever, mm-hmm. or just horror in general. I, I just. I had older brothers. Like they scared the shit out of me. Like by the my brother <laughs> ahead of horror game. yeah. <laughs> my this brother is so true of me too. Yeah, my brother who's seven years older than me. Like I, I I'm the baby of the family. But uh, he showed me like Chucky when I was like five. That shit like scared like would scare any five year old. And so like yeah. it, just having brothers show you like Lawnmower Man and you're like five years old and you're like, holy shit, like my this mind is fucked up. Yeah, Andrew. my mind cannot like handle any of this. And so like that fear just kind of grows on you. But the fact that I was able to get through a Resident Evil game and have a good time, also have it turn out to be one of my favorite games of all time. I I I you know, some people have like a set amount of games, like five games, ten games, whatever. It, it's just like it's one of my favorite that's that's all i can really say um yeah but yeah i mean like so it, like top it, 10 top 15 yeah yeah, like. yeah you know i just said that but uh but i i it, there definitely is some flaws you know i mm-hmm. i the story story wise it was you know it was fine you know the more i i think about it um and like the i i kind of felt that the voice acting and just like character choices and things like that was kind of a part of the nostalgia that I didn't take part in with mm. the original Resident Evil. Does that make sense? Yeah. Where it was really why does, corny. Why does Ada kiss Leon? Yeah. Why like, does that happen? Why does all of a sudden there's just like a lot of sexual tension between two characters who literally had no chemistry all of a sudden? And like it's just such a 90s move. Um, and yeah. then like Leon's just kind of an idiot, but he's like this cute little like 90s backstreet dancer backstreet boy dancer <laughs> like dressed up in a police outfit and he's like killing zombies but he's like still a badass um and like claire's just the greatest like i really honestly have no complaints about her but um yeah i mean i don't know it the game's not perfect but my, the police station portion of the game will go down in history as one of my favorite portions of any video game ever um and that's because I love Metroidvanias. And this the fact that I could excuse me, the fact that I could play within a play space that's 3D, I'm getting chased by zombies, and like they're like Jarrett was saying, there's like this unstoppable like force, this wall that's like constantly closing in on me. And I know Alex, you and I talked about it for a while, how there's some frustrations with particular puzzles that you have to get done while Mr. X is chasing you. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's part of the game though is like being frustrated and scared shitless that this yeah. guy is just chasing you. But um I I I I loved that feeling of tension and which is something yeah. I really haven't experienced in a video game ever. Uh just because like I said before, not a big horror fan. So 
but it's it's definitely like it's definitely uh pushed me to be like okay now i know i need to play seven because if seven Seven's is so, I love seven. yeah if seven really is good. literally more of what i got in the police station i'm 100 percent down for that yeah it is it but is. i would i would caution and say seven is a lot different than this game yes okay yeah yeah. Well, like, what I mean by it is these puzzles. are completely different games, almost. But yeah. uh, there are puzzles. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's Resident Evil in identity in very particular ways, mm-hmm. but very mechanically, it's very different. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even tone and mood, it's very different. Yes. I think I, I think what I mean by what I was saying was the fact that I'm in like one area. Like I know yeah. there's multiple areas, but the fact that you know I go from area to area, and it does like, it does feel like a place. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Very yeah, much so. it, it captures that. And I think that's what I really like about it, too, as well. One thing uh, that Andrew brought up that I thought would also be fun. Um, it's going to be tough, I guess, for you, Logan, having only played two Resident Evils. But I'm, I'm curious where this lands for you, Jared. Where would you rank Resident Evil 2 Remake? Logan, do you like it more or less than 7? Uh, so I, yeah, I, it's, I definitely like it less than 7. Um, like it, It's interesting. Andrew kind of touched on it. And I, I find it interesting for me, too, where it's like, I I've been a noted like I don't I didn't love horror things like horror games um for that like for very much for a long time um there were like always exceptions um and I, I guess I should have kind of seen the tea leaves when the Lashes came out and it became into like my favorite thing ever um because mm-hmm. that is very horror centric in moments um but it really was like Resident Evil Seven like broke the dam in a lot of ways. Um, cause I, I legitimately do think that game is quite extraordinary. Um, especially, I have it on the record as saying I think like the first act of that game is flawless. Um, and so, I I think Resident Evil Seven wasn't my game of the year for 2017 because the two games in front of it on that my list that year are two of my favorite games of all time. Um, in War Mage the Finch and then Hellblade. Um, which is probably my game of the generation. So, like, any other year, it arguably could have been... A horror game could have arguably been my game of the year. Um, I don't think Resident Evil 2 Remake is close that high for me. Um, but I still think it is very, very good. And I imagine when I do get around to playing other Resident Evil games, it'll still probably be my top three. I mean, depending on, I guess, what 4 does and what 3 does, um, I still imagine it'll be quite high for me because it is... And, like, Andrew touched it, too. Like, it is a beautiful video game, too. Like, I cannot take away yeah. enough from that. Like, how... The Resident Evil uh, engine, man. That yeah. RE, engine RE engine is real good. It is yeah. very, it's very real good. good. And, like, and to Andrew's <laughs> point, like... And, like, Alex kind of touched it, too, where it's, like, we kind of had, like, an over... We kind of overdosed in zombies and everything. That was always, like, the one exception for me for horror things. It's, like, since I was, like, a, a tiny, tiny child, like... Me and, like, my childhood best friend growing up to now, like, we've loved zombie stories. Like, we were, like, as the, as the thing, like... When the yeah. Walking Dead TV show came out, we were like, we couldn't believe it. Like, we couldn't. You just watch the first season and never watch anymore because that's all you. <laughs> the first season it's, is phenomenal, but like, we couldn't believe perfect, yeah. like our luck was like. There's no way they're making like a big budget like zombie TV show to be like, and like we couldn't have luck. So like, Greg, I feel like Greg always talks about how like he can't believe that he lives in like the current world he lives in now, where we're getting like shazam and like captain marvel like all these like weird niche like superhero movies and like just like how lucky we were for like that and it's like for me and like my best friend at the time it was like we couldn't believe we were getting so many zombie tv shows and movies and video games all like the same time like we were like this is literally what we dreamed of 
living in Nixon, Missouri, in a small town of, like, 15,000 people, being like, yo, like, we have to, like, scrounge around to find some, like, old, like, Dawn of the Dead movie from our local VHS store. Now it's, like, we're getting them everywhere. Like, we can't avoid them. And, like, it was amazing. So, like, I'm naturally drawn to, like, Raising Movie Games. That's, That's my thing where it's, like, growing up as a kid, I'd always wanted to play them. It was just that thing of, like, for various reasons, I couldn't or I didn't. And so, like, getting to the point now where it's, like, yeah, like, I'm so excited for, like, RE7 and RE2 and then to go back and now do the other Resident Evil games. And, like, I would say 2 is not as good as 7 for me, um, but it is still very, very good. And, like, I do think it's, Tangent's point, like, the parts I like the most, I think, are where it's most similar to 7, probably. Um, And I think the part, I think, like, I think, ultimately, like, two's biggest or one of its biggest kind of handicaps is the fact that it is in third person like it's like it just like inherently makes it less scary i think for at least for me where it's like i can just i can really like see around corners like i can just move the camera where like i can see around corners a little bit more was like in first person i can just full-on dead sprint into you know any one of the baker clan and without knowing i was going to do that and so like i think that move and shift to first person which is a much more modern shift in terms of horror games is one that also, for me at least, is much more effective in terms of kind of yeah. atmosphere and setting in place and horror. Um, and so that's what RE2 is one of the things that's missing for me. Mm-hmm. But but don't but don't tell me that there wasn't a moment when you're playing the game where like a zombie is like reaching out to get you and you're like trying to like inch away. Oh and... no! Like like and he has like that one final shuffle yeah, and just grabs like, you uh, by your face. Yeah, like, like RE2 is definitely scary. It's definitely very good. Like, but like yeah, there's just something to like. Like, I would love to see your reactions too now, Andrew, like, knowing that you haven't played 7. Like, RE7, like, that first person move is such a, like, holy shit moment at times. Like, it is, like, Honestly, so like, good. the the VR on RE7 is that. another level. Yeah. Like, I, I, uh, I I made a bet with a, well, not really a bet, but I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll play 7 on VR because I bought a PlayStation VR for, like, 100 bucks. You wouldn't make it 15 and I, minutes. I watched a video. <laughs> yeah, I watched the Game Guns play it. Uh, Aaron. Yeah, and I was like, "Nope, this man." This <laughs> you want man. to shit on yourself as a grown ass yeah. adult? Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Right Dan, Dan's I, sitting right next to him and like, not even yeah. like touching him. But he's like, "I'm here. Like, don't worry. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm here. here. Don't worry, he's baby. Like, I can't fucking do this." And he's just like <laughs> screaming at the TV. I'm like, if 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 they can't do it, then I don't know if I can. I played through like <laughs> RE7 like three or so times, and then I played through it in VR, knowing where everything was. And it scared the ever-loving shit yeah. out of me. It's yeah. like a different thing when you have to look up at Papa. Yeah, he's yeah. like right there. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, that gra- that garage fight gets yeah. real. Yeah, intense. that's the one I'm too for. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Jared, where does RE2 remake rank for you? Um, so we had a conversation, I think, on Twitter at some point, Andrew, where I told you. That there's literally no point in playing any Devil May Cry but five if you <laughs> haven't played any of them up until this point. Yeah. Um, and I would make the same case for Resident Evil 2 Remake. There is no point in going backwards at this point. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if if you've never experienced the story, you don't know who Leon is, you don't know who, who Claire are, like, then you have really no interest in, like, there is no baggage. Just play the best version of this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the best version of that game. Yeah. Um, and, and I like it how they made the game so that you could literally hop on right now. And yes. like, I mean, obviously there's the mystery of where's Chris, who is Chris. Uh, and honestly, those are, those are questions that are really never answered. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like this is just like what what else happened in Raccoon City around the yeah. same time is is basically what Resident Evil Two even is. Um, but there is no great reason um, to even like the the completionist in people would want to make the excuse that you can't you can't do this without doing all these other things. Yeah, you don't don't ever don't hinder yourself this way. We'll see, yeah, we'll it, see. That's why I watched eight hours of Resident Evil lore videos. Because, <laughs> Jesus because I, Christ! Did you actually, really? Yeah, y'all, you got to catch up. There's man. actually new videos that came out that I haven't watched yet, so I could that could bump up to twelve hours real quick. But Good one Lord. of them is like five hours long. Yeah. So like the, the thing is, is I am that complete. I'm, I, What's the guy's name? Is it like Moo Cow Gaming or whatever? I, yeah, I'll find him. We'll link him in the the description or something like that. But I I have that mentality, Jarrett, where it mm-hmm. comes to God. me wanting to be a and a lot of people do. I know them yeah. in my life, and I'm like, my G, you're you're hurting yourself. Brian yeah, Namshin just... Jackson is crying. Somewhere. Yeah, that's why and I asked he... you about Devil May Cry. I was like, oh, should I play the first one? And you're like, literally, don't even touch it. Like, just don't even bother. <laughs> and if I you're like, interested I... after playing the best version of this game, then go right ahead. Like, and I watch lore if... videos of Devil May Cry too. If <laughs> Resident Evil Two. If Resident Evil 2 Remake has gotten you so interested in this genre that you want to go backwards, then absolutely go backwards. Oh, because I, I, 4 and 5 are still good games, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, 6 can be a good game at times. Um, but Logan, even, we should play 5 together. Even okay. before that, it's kind of tough to get the same experience out of these games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Resident Evil 2, If there's there are two definitive Resident Evil experiences, in my opinion. It's 2 and it's 7. Yeah, mm. uh, because they're different experiences completely. They're, but two the is basically refined. yeah. Two is like every other Resident Evil game yeah. better, and seven is what if we did something completely different? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're really cool, like side by side. I also really like that they just called this game Resident Evil Two. Yeah, I remember the first just episode. Like, man, it's so did, did that lead to divisiveness with the Rush Passions review title between me and George? Yes. Well, Absolutely. I think the problem was we we had seen it written out as yeah. Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 2 Remake yep. yeah. several places, so we didn't know what the official name of this game was. I think Yeah, I think Capcom's like official press sheet had Remake in parentheses yes, after it, it too. Um, so, um, but, I, you know, funny, the, you look at the Resident Evil 7 logo, and 7 is in it, but if you look at it, it's just Resident Evil and then Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Like, obviously, they were saying something, which leads to my next question I want to ask everybody. Um, where does Resident Evil go from here? Yeah. And I want to, before I get all of your guys' take, because I assume you guys have not listened uh, to the most recent episode, but I want to give you my pitch. Uh, I don't know if you've simmered on my pitch at all, Andrew, but I'm, I'm pretty into it. Yeah. G- give it. Uh, yeah, we'll it. see about this one. I listen. I think you guys, I think you guys will like it. It's it's a it's a tall task. My my pitch would be reboot from two, like and the rest of the series. The rest of the series. Now here's here's their caveats with this. Seven is still in, right? That's still canon. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I like too is like seven. We don't know where that fits in. There's like one article that rec- references Raccoon City, like 19 years prior or whatever. Um, but that's the only thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so in theory, you could write out a timeline where we play stories up leading back into seven. But my thing is you remake three as a different game. You call it Resident Evil three. You play Jill. You're in Raccoon City. It is an open world Metroidvania 
where you were being chased by Nemesis the entire game. But it's a totally different game. It's not like three again. Well, technically, Maybe it's th- totally different. But I mean, Resident Evil Three, you are chased by Nemesis the entire game. Basically. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like we took the concept of it, but we made a new game from it. Right. And Which was is... kind of what two wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel that. Um, so that's why, like, I, I feel like it's a good, it's it's a good going forward point, and I think Andrew, you and you and me, like, we we were on the same page of the thing we wanted the most out of two, which wouldn't work because obviously it's a remake, but is I want to walk around Raccoon City, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, we talked about I it so be long, to... like, well, not so long, but we just brought it up like a multiple times where where you finally get out of the the parking garage. And you just see like just all the ominous, shit. like really scary looking buildings. I mean, that's, when I say scary, it's just like it's scary because you know that shit's going down. Yeah, and right. like it's abandoned. People are probably dead in it. There's zombies in there. I yeah, want to go kill those out zombies. There. Yeah, yeah, like there's nothing good out there. But I still want to like explore it. And the fact that I know that the ending of three is where they nuke Raccoon City. Like, mm-hmm. spoiler alert. I, yeah. spoiler, spoilers. spoiler alert. I did not know. Yeah, whoops. Sorry. For a oh. 15, 20 year old. <laughs> no, no, I guess, yes. But, I mean, that's the thing is what Alex and I have been saying is if they can do something like that with, if, if they do continue to uh, remake, like, like you said, Alex, maybe this new timeline or something. Um, mm-hmm. Where they they give you the ability as Jill to basically just explore the whole city and yeah, it's tall order. I don't know if it's possible, but uh, it'd be cool. I think. But I think like that is if you want to make a new modern Resident Evil, like that is the game that I would pitch at Capcom. I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I want to know what the rest of Raccoon City looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think we know it's zombies. It's fucked up. Uh, it's yeah, it's fucked up out there. Um, <laughs> and I think what what keeping horror games focused is what keeps them interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is I think true. you run into the problem of trying to find a way to make you know thirty miles of open world as interesting as a as the police station. Yeah. Yeah. That's and true. I don't think you can. Yeah, um, that's fair. Or, and I don't want it to be like a Borderlands situation where you're just kind of running around shooting zombies for loot necessarily. Like I feel like Hell that's a mistake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> but I do like the idea of like you can do open world ish, right? Like yeah. the entire concept of Bioshock Two before they had to redo the whole game basically was that the big sister was your nemesis. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to. You weren't in areas like making enough trouble, filling up a meter, then she'd come for you. She'd be following you and watching you and leaving you like maybe clues of her existence or like rattling some cages and maybe not always directly attacking you, but she's always watching you and making your presence felt mm-hmm. where, but you're still running through um, rapture doing, th- trying to get away or that'd trying so, to go find cool. what's her name. Yeah. And like a nemesis that does something like that. Like you have a lot of like ground to cover and a lot of things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be creepy. Yeah, but it's really it's still crazy. relatively linear, but maybe like in a Metroidvania way. You have an objective, and it's like just in within, within a large space or several small spaces, but Nemesis could always be there. Yeah, um, exactly. I think that would be interesting, expanding the game a little bit. Because keep in mind, th- this pitch for me is coming from like, you know, for, for you two, just because you haven't been here the whole show, but... Uh, I am not like a huge fan of Mr. X, mm-hmm. um, which like... 
to me, it's one of those things where, like, I, I don't like Mr. X, but I respect Mr. X, you know? Like, <laughs> you gotta respect um, Like, the, the, what he creates as a mechanic is, like, incredible, but it, it is very contrarian to how I like to play video games, mm-hmm. um, which created a lot of really interesting, conflicted emotions while I played RE2. Uh, and between, you know, I haven't talked about it too much, but uh, between Andrew and I, I am the one that is more down on the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I settle a little bit below where you're at, Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Mr. X is, X is a mechanic that is executed upon so well yes. that it gives me a lot of faith that, like, walking at the end of RE2, because I was like, man, if they're just going to remake 3, like, I do not, I don't think I want to play that game. But, like, with, with all the back and forth by the end of Side B, I was like, okay, I think there's a really interesting game here, but I th- I would want it to be broader, right? I would want it to literally be wider uh, and, and be something where maybe you're going through these bigger areas. Um, not Again, like, the, the open world is, like, more of a pipe dream, and I, I know that, but... Um, but like, you know, there are big sections of RE3 from what I understand, like the hospital is one of them that I know about, but like this broader thing where this dude is literally just going around out there and he could be in your game for large portions of it, or he could not. I really like that idea. Um, because it's one of those things kind of like saying what you were saying earlier, Jarrett, where it, it goes further to make it more roguelike and more everyone's playthrough is a little bit different and mr x already does that but uh this would just be on a much bigger scale um but you know we can get back to more of the core question because i do want to know where you guys fall and and logan maybe you can start off where where would you want resident evil to go from here do you think they should make a resident evil 8 uh do you think they should remake 3 do you think they should do something else so i think that it's. I guess it's a two-part answer. I, I think they're going to remake three, four, five. Maybe not five, but like I think they're going to remake three and four. Like I, mm-hmm. I think they're going to do that. Um, I like in terms of what that looks like. I th- probably it looks like what RE two is. Um, like I don't think they're gonna like. I think they're gonna make improvements and like change what the game is in terms of like the way they did for two. But like, I don't necessarily know if they're gonna do it in the, like to the level and degree that you're wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's a like pretty fundamentally like sizable difference, um, but I think I mean I'm fairly certain they're gonna remake three and four. Like I think that's the thing that's just going to do, um, and I also think they're gonna make RE eight. I think they're gonna do all these things. Um, what I care more about is them making Resident Evil eight. Um, like I, I I'm somebody who's going to play three, four, five, and six no matter what because I'm I'm not a completionist like Andrew, but like. I like these games, um, and I'm also somebody who, like, I just love the history of things. Like, I just want to see kind of the evolution, how it goes, and where it gets to seven, right? Like, playing the last one first and going from there and filling it in. Um, but, like, to the point I made with Angie, right? Like, no matter what they do for three, four, and if they remake five and six, but they don't think they're as likely to do, they're not going to shift the games into first person. Like, that's just not a thing they're going to do. Like, that'd be, like, a huge change in terms of what these games are and as i already said i like resident Evil 7 at least partially because of the fact that it isn't first person that is inherently scarier and more terrifying and more kind of atmospheric for me and so like 
I'll enjoy those games, but I'm already going to say that I probably won't think any of those games are as terrifying as 7, which is the scariest video game I've played still. Um, and so, like, I'm curious about 8 because I think 8 is one that they will potentially keep in first person. They will potentially keep in that, like, kind of avenue and vein. And also because I think 7 is very much like a return to the roots. Like, it is, in a lot of ways, very Resident Evil 1. Um, and even, like, two to a degree like you are basically just in like one spot essentially like you never leave the baker like compound for lack of a better word um and i think that's very much the benefit of that game i think that ultimately like i don't know if i think that like the re8 question is super interesting for me because what i love about seven like what i love so much about seven is that it is so standalone that there is just one kind of, like, throwaway reference, like, yeah, Raccoon City, like, zombie kind of thing, like, 18 years ago, whatever, 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 and that's, like, about it. Like, and even that comes, like, mild, like, not spoiler, really, Andrew, but, like, even that comes, like, super late into the game. Like, that's, like, it is just, like, you're at this house. It's almost like the literal end of the game. Yeah, like, yeah. almost literally, like, the end of the game. Like, it is basically just, like, you're in this house and just some, like some weird shit has gone on. Like there's no like there's just they don't know what the hell is going on basically otherwise. And I love that it's basically just like a southern gothic horror story, like not related at all to anything that's come before it. And so in that way, it is and it was a great introduction to a lot of people to this series. I think or a lot of kind of like a refresh after people kind of had gotten burned by five and six and what that was. And so I I think that doing that again in eight is going to be hard because I think the natural inclination is to make it a bit bigger, right? To kind of expand that out a bit more, to kind of maybe dive into what is happening 20 years later or whatever, what is happening kind of in that larger world. And so my fear for 8 has always been, I think it's going to kind of lose that kind of the wonder, the, the horrifying wonder of the Baker compound and how it, like how self-contained that is, right? And how like insular that is and how there isn't, anything that you have to worry about. You don't have to worry about the outside world at all. It doesn't exist. You don't have to worry about, like, any of the characters. They don't matter. It's just the, this family and you and Mia, and that's it. And I think just naturally they're going to expand and build off that in eight and include a larger world and include more locations and different things. And so I want them to do eight, but I'm also scared of the fact that I think eight could just be them making not a reasonable five or six kind of game, but like a hybrid between like seven and a five or six. And I don't know if I would love that as much. So like, my, like it's mm-hmm. a weird thing. Like what I think they're going to do is just make RE eight and also make remix of three, four. What I want them to do is make eight, but also I don't necessarily want them to make eight. Cause I'm scared that I won't love eight as much. Um, which is arguably is just not, I mean like I'll give just like it's possible to begin with like no matter what they do for 8 I might not love it as much because 7 was that first time with the series and it was such a special moment and it was such a like spe- again the game is just special right like it is just a very unique special horror game and so I don't know like I would love them to I don't know like if you put it in a hospital that'd be pretty scary I guess but like I don't know I guess my answer like what I, what I want from 8 is I have no idea like I, like, I, I guess I want to be pleasantly surprised by them being able to kind of capture lightning in the bottle again right whether that is them in raccoon city whether that is them not in raccoon city like in a whole other region of the country again like maybe like 
like honestly i think that's partially like i don't i don't need to go back to raccoon city anymore like in terms of like the newer games like going back like in terms of, like three and four yeah but like i don't need to go back to that city again like i've we've gotten a lot of raccoon city via the games and the movies i'm i'm good i get it like i would love for them to like take resident evil to other like weird spooky parts of like the country or world and i you know they do kind of that in like four five and to six to be fair like half yeah. the games aren't interactive yeah and i know they do that in four five and six but like but those like especially five and six those games are not really like they're accessible four isn't either four's in spain well no but i was gonna say more like four is still a horror game whereas five and six are very much more like action Action games games at that point yeah it's like like, rambo games yeah it's like i would love the i would love the idea of yeah like put a version evil on like 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 a like kind of like a like i think like the southern gothicness of seven works well because southern gothic horror is so horror like perfect it's just a perfect horror kind of setting but, like, maybe taking it to, like, a, like, Stephen King-esque, like, sleepy New England town kind of thing and, like, working with that. Or, like, maybe taking it to, like, the, like, hills of, like, kind of Redwood Forest, like, California location. Like, taking it to, like, a Midwest, like, farmland setting. Like, let me, doing let me any of these you, things. Let me pitch you a, a setting. Logan. Yeah. Resident Evil 8, triple-decker airplane. See, that just sounds like snakes on a snakes, plane. Yeah. Snakes on a plane. Yeah. All right. Sorry. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, Jarrett, where do you want Resident Evil to go from here? I'm I'm along the same lines as Logan. Like, I think 7 is great. I think mm-hmm. asking for another 7 and 8 is a mistake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Part of what seven, makes 7 great is that no one saw it coming. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Um, and that it's it told a story in a way based on all of our us being disarmed by it mm-hmm. it not being you know a not story about it, leon yeah. the cop or chris the super cop based off uh, of a vr tech demo to some extent as well yeah uh, it's a game someone clearly played the sound hill um demo like several times several thousand times it was like what if we made a game what if we made the Silent hill that they didn't let um kojima make and they didn't really but they made something close um not a psychological, but still, like, very, very, you know, moody. Mm-hmm. I think allowing whoever made this batshit idea to do something else is also batshit. That isn't, even if it's nothing like 7. In fact, I would want 8 to be nothing like 7. Um, to be another completely different reimagining and expansion of this lore and this these gameplay tropes in another direction we didn't think it would go. Um, because I think we can all agree Resident Evil, re- all the old ones getting remade is kind of an inevitability at this point. Yeah, it's going to Especially happen. since Capcom has come, has finally come around to making games, A, that the people have been asking them to make forever, and B, um, that... That are doing well and aren't great. Very, and and like, that yeah. would have always done well, like making sequels to Mega Man. <laughs> like, they're finally started doing that. Um, yeah. they've, they're fi- they finally made the sequel to Resident Evil 6, Finally remade Resident Evil 2. People would ask them to do that forever. Mm-hmm. Finally made another Devil May Cry. Just like, thank God they they did them well. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I know. think maybe part of them was like, uh, um, are we, we're afraid of trying and doing it and failing. Or mm-hmm. we want to, what, what tends to be the case with lots of um, Japanese studios, we want to make something good that you can remember now, not the ones that we did before, that you yeah. keep lo- like lording all this yeah. new shit. Uh, it's the reason Square doesn't remake 7 so quickly. I mean, they yeah. said they are, and they're trying to. But the 7 we're going to get is not going to be the 7 people have been it's asking be, That's going to be forever. fundamentally different. 
could yeah, be something could be completely different. different. Yeah. Um, it, because they don't want to make these old games because they think they're still good, right? So, like, maybe try our new shit. Uh, don't want to be held to this old shit. Um, mm-hmm. I and think, I think, like, what Capcom has done with that, too, has been, like, really admirable. Seven it's is like, a great example of, like, we can do whatever we want. And yeah. if we if we allow ourselves to do whatever we want and don't really don't trap ourselves in this this box where we have to make the Resident Evil game that you know everyone expects and still give some space for us to be artists and express something that we're seeing in the culture that we can reinterpret in a way you haven't seen before then we can do that um i think the problem becomes like now that horror is cool again not just in games but in movies and on tv all of these references that they pulled to make seven, what kind of references do you pull to make eight that isn't rogue? Or yeah. is an, in any way as compelling? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Andrew, I'll ask you again now that you've had a couple weeks to, to think about my pitch. Where do you want Resident Evil to go from here as the most Mayweather <clears throat> new fan? Most Mayweather. Um,. <clears throat> I don't know, that's very true. Um, I love to see what they do with three, just because of how much I love two. Um, mm-hmm. You know, your idea is cool. I, I just don't know if they could do that. Um, I kind of agree with the rest of you, though. I, I don't think that. I don't think that they should do anything with seven. You know, like if that was in the discussion of. Okay. Hey, what if we made you know three, four, five, six, seven, you know whatever? I don't. Th- they. I don't think they would do that. But I don't know. I mean, it's such a weird thing because we've we've talked about this a bunch. Where like they could remake three and four, or for some reason you know remake five or six, and then just like continue on with where seven left off and have like this completely different perspective of it being first person, but then these other games that people know and have played before and now it's a new experience and have it be you know third person over the shoulder the way that it is instead of like fixed cameras and stuff um yeah i i don't know i I really don't know i i would love it to be more grounded obviously you know Mm -hmm. because once four hits it's it's kind of zany and out there and over the top but that's kind of the charm of four Mm -hmm. um but uh, you know, if maybe they, instead of it being a like a full fledged action game, it's it's you know a little bit more scary because you know Leon has a lot of areas to explore and it's it's a bit more open than your traditional Resident Evil game, and you know there's a lot of cool things that they could do with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Jared put it really well for me where he said that. I think part of what made Seven so special too was the fact that like nobody was expecting it to be that good, or really just expecting it to be like that at all, right? Like, our, I think everybody's expectations, even as somebody who had, like hadn't really played them before, but had like always kept my eye on them, was that like Resident Evil was just not in a good place. <laughs> it was just not in a good place going up into Seven. Like Five and Six were, we'll say, divisive, um, and it Capcom itself was just like. Just in a, in a it was just in a mad messy place basically, like that was kind of the start of it kind of come back and like like the idea of like whatever Resident Evil game was had like 
evolved or devolved so much from one by like time six had come out that like I think nobody's expectations for what the next Resident Evil game could be were like sky high at all. And then like I started to see more and more seven, and then as we like played seven and saw what it was and saw how well it like had kind of surpassed I think kind of the lowered expectations that we had for it and as it kind of seemingly came out of nowhere like perfectly hit that general window just like call us all by like storm I think that that is very much like a lightning in a bottom moment like you can't be surprised again because now Resident Evil 7 has happened and now Resident Evil 2 remake has happened right so like now expectations and now like we know Resident Evil is good again right we know it can be good again we know it can be great again even so it's like Whenever they do, whether it's three make that comes out first, whether it's eight that comes out first, like we're going, especially if it's eight, like we're going to go in being like it's going to be great. Right? Like now the expectation is like it's going to be great. So if it's not that, it's like all right, it's a disappointment. If it is that, it's like cool. It's what I thought it was going to be. Or like it could be better than that, but it's like you can't be like caught off guard and surprised by how good it is anymore. I feel like because we've gotten two really great games um, and one really, really great game that came out of nowhere in seven. And so it's like to Jared's point, like that's part of my thing where like I openly talk about the fact that like, I don't really know what, like no matter what, if I could have the same kind of connection to eight that I did with seven, because seven was just such a like lightning in the bottle, like out of nowhere. I didn't love this series and I didn't like unabashed love horror games the same way I do now until that happened. Like it just caught me. Like there were just games that just kind of, capture and that was very much one for me so like no matter what like eight might not just do it for me in the same way yeah um and so like and some of this he- is me as being a skeptic right because yeah like for example i i need to be sold on lots of sequels most of the time like john i, I love john wick loved yeah it. Mm. i was very very skeptical about john wick too because like why it's good <laughs> and and it ended up being good but i'm also still super skeptical about john wick 3 because again like, why <laughs> like maybe we're doing this too much maybe but what it, was cool about it is that we hadn't done it already and now we're doing it so like let's get over it yeah but, but it'll probably you know, be fine i'm yeah. not opposed to people trying it's just like yeah i'm not going to be hype until i'm proven it's good jerry let me tell you about the most justified sequel oh, some bad. in video games some uh, bad. gears of war 4 yep uh, <laughs> that one. Wait, so justified it didn't even they didn't even make a five they're like who gives a shit wait yeah. wait wait what years four is just like a very safe sequel that wait. was the joke it was below they're making five though right no, they are they're, they're, i think they're, they're making, making five five is coming out this year dog and it's just called gears five now no war well, I mean, the war is over. Over the war, we're over the war. Definitely didn't need to make four. That's for sure. But, it's like yeah. the, it's gears of millennials. I mean, let me like, tell you about Halo Four. I was gonna say, like, I was gonna say the exact same thing. Like, not Shout not to Halo. like yes. totally <laughs> derail the conversation, but like, it is that thing of like, yeah, like I feel like Xbox has had some trouble, like Sunset in some series, and like maybe set of new ones. Instead, we just get these games where it's like, cool, it's a gears game. If you Let me tell you about Conqueror's Bad for Day 2, Project Spark. This is all to say that Resident Evil could also maybe just sunset them. That's where maybe I was we don't also, need That's what I was going to say. Maybe Seven's just good and we're just done. That's dude. what I was going to say. Maybe just remake actually. the old ones and like we don't need to move forward. Like That was Damn. my crazy like hot take of just like, what if we just don't do this anymore? Like, cause I was like Even as Alex was talking about his pitch and Jared was kind of talking, I was like, what if we just don't? Like, what if, like, what if we just say, like, hey, like... Because, like, that was my thing. Like, what's the long-term plan? Like, we're just going to make Resident Evil games forever? Like, I, like, like 
I think video yes. games in particular <laughs> yes. are really yes, are really bad. <laughs> or like the video games are like the most guilty medium which is like not letting shit in shot to Mario. Like we just can't let like or Zelda, like we just don't let things in and like sometimes it can be like, yo, like we don't need twenty four Resident Evil games. Like that sounds the difference, cool. Though, I is understand. Mario and Zelda continue to find ways yes. to do something different. And I totally, they don't always do it. Yes. But sometimes yeah. they do. But Breath I totally of the Wild is an example understand. of a Zelda that's justified because it's completely different. But I also yeah. think it's fair to say that like video games are notorious just keep doing sequels because they're just more like presumably more like profitable kind of potentially but it's just like like we resistance too yeah like, like hmm, i don't know if we need this one. but then we get resistance <laughs> three so it's like it's like but like but then resistance three was like you know what I it's think great so like i don't know yeah. if we need like resident evil forever right like we like uncharted ended right like ba- giant big series ended right like <laughs> i like, mean did it yeah like we'll the last like, that game ended that game ended in three and then they made a four yeah, but like, for, but four very much was like they went in being like it's done. And like, I think me and actually agree that like they're not gonna make a Last of Us Part Three. Like, we think it's gonna be like two and we're done. Some people think they will though. And I like, mean, I don't know, I don't know about that. But like, that's what I think. That's what it feels like. And like, I think that like, I think we've gotten somewhat better. At least Sony's gotten somewhat better. Being like, yeah, we could just like maybe end shit. And like, I don't know. Like, I think I'm excited by the different R eight. Like, I think it's really exciting, really cool. But also like. I'm also excited that if, like, them doing, like, taking these ideas and maybe just making a brand new horror series or making, like, a brand new horror game that doesn't have to be bound by what Resident Evil is anymore. Because, like, RE7 already is only very loosely bound by what that series is. Um, and so, like, maybe just take them and be like, all right, cool, now we're just going to, like, actually drop the name, right? Like, RE7 felt like a full circle moment in a lot of ways. And so it's like... Maybe we don't need to do an eight. Like maybe we can remake three and four, which is gonna happen no matter what we say. They're gonna do it, which is cool. And then be like, dope. Let's just make a whole new thing, right? Like I don't like I don't know. Like I don't want Resident Evil, even though it's kind of already happened with five and six. Like I don't need them to just keep making them until nobody cares anymore. Like Halo My- and like Gears of War. Like it's like I don't know. Like I would love to see them just make a new thing in a lot of ways. But right? my thing is say. like I, I feel like that already happened. And it's the evil within, yeah, and nobody but, bought it. Yeah, and no one gave a shit. Yeah, but like yeah. that's and that's part of the thing. But like also, and that's why people do just keep making sequels over and over and over again in fruity games. But it's like, I don't know. Like, I think I don't. I don't know. Like, I'm really excited for eight, no matter what. Like, because I think that game's gonna happen. But like, to Jared's point, like, I'd also be okay if they just did do like did new things, or even like just like took a break, right? Like just went, like, five, six, seven years between seven and eight, maybe. Just took some time off and, like, did other things in between that, like, including remaking three and four, probably. But, like, I'd be okay if they took a longer break and then maybe went back to it. But, like, I also think that I'm okay with things ending. Like, I'm okay with just us being, like, here seven varying degrees of good video games and also, like, all the spinoff shit. Like, here's... This is just it, right? Like, enjoy it like here's uncharted these four games enjoy it here are, are gears of war three and then two other games are just kind of there like here are halo and its games like here are just these things and they're done right like and then like maybe like five or ten years later on we can go back and add to that but like we don't need to just always be doing that is my thing like and i think like that's always been one of my biggest issues with video games like we just don't let shit go right and like to your point earlier alex and jared like yeah i think mario and zelda change things up and do things differently and like evolve it all the time and it was stuff too but also a most video game series aren't mario and zelda obviously 
And B, even then, there are a lot of Mario video games. Do we need all of them? I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily know if we do. There are uh, a lot of the answer Mario is games. no. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the po- and that's my point. Like, maybe we don't. Like, maybe we can just be like, cool. Like, we can chill, fam. Right? Like, I've run the record publicly on like recorded audio you can find on the internet. That saying like, I think Mario Odyssey should maybe be less th- like Mario game. Like, maybe we should just be like, fam. Like. Mario Odyssey felt like it was a good, like, cool, that's a good end for this for, like, a while. Like, I don't need things to go forever. And I know that that's, like, super hypocritical and ironic as the world's biggest James Bond fan that for a series that, like, never fucking dies. But, like, also, like... <laughs> you mean, like, tomorrow that also never dies? Yeah, thank you, Jared, oh. for that. You're, you're my favorite person. But, like, also, like, we just... Damn. The world is not enough. Like, we just need more <laughs> new things. And, like, I think that we should be okay letting things at least temporarily end, right? Like, I don't... I don't need Resident Evil 8. Like, I'd be, like, the minute they announce it, I'm excited for it. I'm hyped for it. Um, even about the gameplay. Sorry, Jarrett, but, like... Yeah, but don't you think getting hyped for this thing you don't need is also part of the problem? Yeah, and, like, it definitely is, but that, but it's also me saying, like, I don't, like... I'd be excited for it, but if they were just, like, we're going to do different things, I'd be more excited for that, maybe. Like, I'd be, like... I'm comfortable... Also, I think different things can come within... Yes, and, meta, to- uh, and within Resident Evil. Like, my favorite totally thing... Uh, my favorite part of Resident Evil 4 and 5 are Mercenaries mode. Yeah, and, like, I, I definitely think that that's we can weird, do Jared. cool... Like, if you can just make a Mercenaries mode Resident Evil game, actually, fuck everything I just said. Resident <laughs> Evil 8 should just be Mercenaries and mode like, 4. I think it's definitely true, Jared, but, like, I also think that, like, I'd just, like, be like, yeah, we're done. Like, we're done so, making a Resident Evil game. And, like, that's... I'd be okay with that. We, fact, we are, that's your homework, Andrew. Go play Mercenaries mode. Mercenaries mode. <laughs> yes, sir. We are, we are veering into a very different conversation, but I, I think I, one thing I want to address, and then we're, we're going to end this, uh, is like the reality is Resident Evil Seven ended with a setup for a whole new thing. Yes, like they like, like yes. weird. Like they are setting weird, up a whole like, like world <laughs> with like a whole new world of multiple video games. That is how I interpreted the like some of the weirdest shit. Now, at the, you, the very end now, of that game. I think. Yeah, we're, yeah we, the end of that we, game is buck wild. Yeah, we, we can't. Yeah, I don't. We, I don't even know how we have that conversation with Andrew here. But like, I mean, Andrew I, has I read all the lore. Yeah, like, dude. I, I think, know what happens. But like, Yo, your Andrew, house why would you into a giant mushroom? Seven monster. happens Yo. after two. Wow. Why did you do that? That's not the point. But like, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that like that's true. But I also think it could just be like, a, like a wink and tease. Like this could happen if we do this. But like, I also think that it's just like. That's just not. That's just not reality, though. Like, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, to your point of like, I mean, like I said it, the very beginning of this whole conversation was like, they're going to make three, four, and an eight. They're going to remake three and four, and they're going to make an eight. Like, that's what, that's the honest answer. Like, that's that's what they're going to do. They're going to do these things. But like, do they need to? I don't know. Like, I'd be okay with them remaking three and four, and then like I almost am okay with them doing eight. But like, I don't think they need to. Like, I think they can just be like, yeah, seven ended with a. Buck wild last like hour and a half or the two hours. Um, Yo, gun survivor, let's go. Gun yeah, two, let's go. But like, also, just because of that doesn't. I don't feel like. I don't feel like they should be bound by that to be like they. Ha- we have to do this. Like, I think they're going to do it no matter what any of us say or think. But like, I don't think they. But I just don't think they consider themselves bound. I think they. I, I think. I think excited. They like motivated to do it. Like, yeah, like I think. Yeah. I think they want to do it, especially after seven and two and the success that they've had. But like. I don't know, like, at some point in time, like, I, I, like, I think we should at least, like, consider the idea of, like, what if we just let Resident Evil end, right? Like, I, I, I think that's much more exciting to me of being, like, all right, cool, we're gonna, we're gonna say, like, 
seven was the start of a trilogy. So we're going to have eight and nine, and then it's going to be like the end of that trilogy or whatever, and then who knows, whatever is going to be after that. And then be like, cool. I'd rather them end it there than just keep rebooting the games over and over and over again and like wiping the slate clean, like doing whole. And like, I don't, I don't need that. Just make the make the games you want to make. If it's Resident Evil, cool. If it's not cool, but like, do it and then maybe do different things, right? Like, I think one of the things that, like, for me personally, that I love about Naughty Dog is that they do keep jump into new things and do keep evolving as they kind of grow. And even like Sucker Punch, like, they, like these, and like, they're just kind of over time leave kind of these things behind and like never stop appreciating them or loving them but like can be like all right cool we did crash and then we're gonna go to jack and we're gonna go to uncharted we're gonna go to the last rest and we're gonna go to whatever we do after that and like i would definitely say sucker punch i would not say yes i would say that's where i was was gonna say i would say my dog has done nothing that isn't uncharted or last of us in the past 10 years but they've also i mean to, to be fair they've also i mean like they've ended one of the series and i i mean just Despite whatever Jarrett might think, I think they're going to end Last of Us whenever that comes out, and then they're going to do something different. I don't think they ended Uncharted. I think they ended Uncharted. I have no reason to believe there will never be an Uncharted 5. I think there will not be an Uncharted 5 done by Naughty Dog. I don't think that will ever happen. No Juckman's out here fiending. I don't think think there will ever be an Uncharted done by Naughty Dog. But again, we are way, way off course, y'all. I'm I'm bringing bringing this shit back into the dock. Um, You mean the dock I don't have? Yeah, I was going to say, we Uh, don't have any... Sorry, I have a doc. Doc is my mind. mind. Andrew made a doc for me. Hi. Um, <laughs> Just for Alex. No, it's good. I really like this perspective too, and I think like there is, there is a larger conversation about when when does Resident Evil end? Um, but if it I does, just, I, thing. Like, if, if it, it does, yeah. Think like. It could also just go on forever too. Like, I, I just don't that's think a possibility. We're, like, I don't think we're at the point where we're ready to have that conversation, especially coming off of two, which is so good and so successful. Again, like, uh, that's and, the thing, like, and creates such a good platform for them. Yeah, also like, telling more. the most iconic series ever to end, or well, not ever, but like it's one of uh, it's one of you know Capcom's like, signature series. Yeah. That and Street yeah. Fighter are like their signature series. They, they're not ending. Yeah, like yeah. this is the thing, like. Again, like that's why I feel like I should be like, yeah, like my answer begin is what, I, like what is going. I don't even know what I think is going. It's what's going to happen. They're going to remake three and four, and they're going to make an eight, and they're probably going to make a nine, and maybe after that, it'd be like, cool, we made like these three games. We'll figure out what we do next. But like, I like th- this is what just they're going to do this. Like they're going yeah. to do these remakes, and they're going to do the new game. Um, especially like to Alex and Jared's point, like seven and eight did very well seven in particular did very well like they're going to make, they're going to make a follow-up they're going to make a sequel they're just going yeah. to do it hopefully they're good yeah we can help um hope the Jared, logan thank you for coming on mm-hmm. coming on a little uh ragtag shindig as that's what that's what i call it Andrew. the ragtag shindig as the kids say shindig yeah it's it, there are no kids that say it it's just me it's just get, the, get that get that t-shirt made for alex right there uh, <laughs> thanks for putting me on blast, Andrew. Um, <laughs> messy. Uh, if if people enjoyed this discourse, uh, Logan, Jarrett, where can uh, where can people hear more of you guys? I don't know. If you hear lots of loud screams in Boston in the next week, Woo. it's me sinking on a boat. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I I float in water, so you can just jump on me. <laughs> yeah, you two will be there. <laughs> I'm probably not going to go on that boat. I'm going to be honest. You that bet. seems like a trap. I haven't decided if I'm going to be on the boat yet. <laughs> it seems like a trap, Logan. <laughs> like, it seems like a whole uh, lot. Like, I've seen Titanic. Trap. Uh, I don't know when or if there's going to be an- another episode of Raccoon City Radio. 
I'm gonna say, Andrew, I'm gonna make it happen. We're gonna play that DLC and we're gonna we're gonna talk or about like it. Or like I like I we said before about seven. Yeah, if we if you if you go back and play through seven, uh, I would love to do another yeah play by play of it. But um, uh, Logan, people can follow you at Lefty Logie at Lefty Logie on Twitter, Instagram, the other things probably. I don't know. People might might have that thing. Um, yeah, and also listen to Input. It's a video game news show. I always forget to plug that when I'm on things. Follow, listen to Input. We had a new episode. We were messy. It was good times. Another product of irrationalpassion.com. Also, uh, just read my review for the new Tea remake. Yes, please do. Uh, Jarrett, at Jarrett John, uh, you will be in Boston, and otherwise... I'll be in Boston. Be well, I'll be... Actually, all four of us will be in Boston. All four of us will be in Boston. Including Liza, yeah. who is on the background sometimes. Yeah, we'll yeah. all be in... We'll all be in Boston. She gave we'll me hold hands... Right? Some of us will be in a boat. That. Some of us won't. It'd be great. Um, and also, Jarrett will at some point be out there whooping your ass in Mortal Kombat 11 online. Here's so the thing. For it. Come, come find me. Come find me on the fucking show floor if you're on the packs. I got work for We're you. We're laying hands. 100% chance Jarrett Green will kick the ever-living shit out of me at Mortal Kombat. 100% chance. Yeah, Challenge but it's going to be great. Accepted. It's going to happen. It's oh, happen. shit. Okay, well, good luck, man. <laughs> Andrew, my lovely co-host, where can people find you on the uh, internet? You can find me on Twitter at Papa Drew Bear. Yeah. And you can find him on Apex Legends all of the time. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> he goes oh, literally under, at all times. I'm goes back on that handle, siege train, yo. He goes under uh, the handle Big A. Um, you'll be able to find him. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find, find Andrew on PSN at Jumpmaster6969. Yeah. Is it your mom's basement? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm on Twitter at Alfighter27. Uh, check out Irrational Passions Podcast. It's a show like this, and I host it too, and we talk about video games sometimes. And if you haven't already, irrationalpassions.com. It's hey. where Logan's review is. It's where input is. It's where this it's show is. It's a little video game website. And uh, it's where a bunch of other cool things are. Um, thank you, everybody, so much for your support of this show. It's been it's been so nice. It's been a wild ride, y'all. It's been a wild ride. Wild ride. Um, Andrew and I will be back. Uh, if not for the DLC for for something, something Resident Evil, <laughs> they'll be doing something. something. Me and something Jared Resident Evil are dead, so we're not gonna be back. Which is, uh, listen, you guys are are like beautiful stars. You're only you only oh, wow. if you become one. We're like we're like Haley's Comet. I think it's Drew going for. Ooh, I like yeah, I like that. I um, uh, thank you everybody so much movie. for for listening. Uh, thank you, Jared. Yes. Thank you, Logan, yes. for joining me. Uh, thank you, Andrew, as always, for joining me. Yeah. You're beautiful. Thank you. And and listener out there, you are too. Uh, we are shutting down the radio station uh, for now. Uh, stay fed. Stay dranked. Stay alive. Is that your outro? And uh, good luck. Stay drinked. Stay drinked. Thank you, Frank. <laughs>